You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Currently. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Currently. It's a winning podcast for a winning team, and I'm here with my winning co-host, Chris. I'm Daniel. Chris, what's going on, buddy? Uh, I love that introduction, man, but two wins. Two wins. Have we ever have we ever had a podcast where we had back-to-back wins in one recording? Shoot, I don't know. Playoffs, here we come, baby. Oh, wait, never mind. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm getting excited. <laughs> What's good, man? What's uh, how's your week been going? It's been going well. Uh, obviously, game on Wednesday, game this weekend, man. Uh, things are. It's been a lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of soccer going on. A lot of soccer in the uh, in the sports sphere. Uh, football's up and going as well. You know, uh, life is good, buddy. We got uh, you know we got a couple games to talk about today. The uh, Monterey game. Monterey came to town. Decided they want to get the ass beat by an American team, got it done, and uh, you know then we got uh, then we had Chicago come to town, and we had to beat up on uh, our, our little sisters over there from Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> so hell of a time, man. We were at both those games, and uh, I had a blast. I gotta tell you, uh, just a fun time out there with you. You know, yeah, I I really love these friendlies, man. I I'm a sucker for an international friendly. It just brings me so much joy to play other teams. So, you know, to have a team come to our house to show them some Midwest hospitality in the, in the form of a one-zero victory, um, man, it, it was such a, just a fun a fun game to be at, and, and hopefully a fun game to watch as well if you're at home. Oh hell yeah, man! Uh, hey, let's hop right into it. I mean, uh, Monterey came to town for Kansas City Current's first international friendly. Um, this game didn't matter, but it felt fine. It felt like very affordable soccer. If you had nothing going on on a Wednesday night, why not buy a $6 ticket to go out to a, a world-class stadium venue and, uh, watch some world-class players. And that, that's kind of what we saw, man. We saw Casey current kind of kick it into high gear and be it be, they just pestered this defense that Monterey brought to town. Um, I, I, I don't like to put too much stock into stuff because I don't know what a long plane ride does to people and then have to play a very intense sport afterwards. So they could have tired legs. Uh, they could have been rotating their lineup. I don't really know enough about their team to know that. But at the end of the day, we got the job done, man. Yeah, you mentioned it. We bombarded their defense. And we sat during the first half, we sat on the attacking side of the current. So we saw firsthand just every couple minutes there's a shot on goal. You know, Dabinia almost was able to get around the the keeper. Um, she was threatening as usual. Uh, Lavoge, I think she got a whole half. So that was nice to see her get a lot of time. But yeah, throughout the entirety of the game, we're just just blasting the keeper, just just keeping that pressure on. It, it was- credit to credit to their defense, by the way, because we would have a good shot, but they closed down really well. They would give up kind of the initial opportunity, but when it came to you know blocking the shot on goal or just getting their foot out or whatever the case was, they did they defended pretty well. Yeah, and it was uh, it was Hispanic Heritage Night, right? Yep. Um, so that was cool. They had uh, had some some merch, some apparel um, with some neat uh, Hispanic Heritage nods to the Casey Current design and whatnot. That was pretty cool. Um, a lot of different players got to play in this game. Uh, it seems like Coach Huebloom, uh made made subs every like thirty minutes or so. Is that does that sound right? Yeah, but every I think thirty three. Yeah, it seems like they're targeting about 33, 30, 33 minutes per player. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of subs were uh, players. Maybe you're getting trying to get a look at for next year for the off season. Um, people that you know, might not necessarily get the opportunities during a regular season we're getting to play in this game. Um, this game, dude, we started coming early, right? It was like the sixth minute and we were just creating opportunities. Uh, Dabinia doing Dabinia things. Uh, she just, I, I, she's fascinating to watch. 
she she's just uh, uh she's all over the place man it's and she makes everyone around her better which makes it more upsetting that that this team is not a playoff team yeah i i agree um with you 100% it was nice to see you know players like uh Chardonnay Coran, um, Soto, you know, got some additional playing time. Um, Childers started as well, I yeah. believe. So, like you mentioned, uh, Cassie Miller got the start as well. Yep. So, it was nice to see some of those players that we haven't had much of an opportunity to see play on the field. Um, you know, get, get some minutes and, and just get some eyeballs because, you know, they're going to look at what we're doing now for next year. Who do we want to attempt to keep? We're gonna have two expansion teams. I'm assuming there's gonna be an expansion draft, so it's nice to get some, you know, some extra eyeballs on those players. Yeah, man. Uh, and now, now the first half in general was not really back and forth. It was kind of them just trying to be trying to fend us off. Yeah, like Monterey was just like, holy shit! Like, how do we deal with them? They are they're putting on all the pressure, and nothing came of it. You really thought something would come, but. Nothing really came in that first half pressure from us. But, you know, what I mentioned the subs earlier. Uh, you said, you know, Childers started, but Labonta came out at 33. Uh, Weinbrenner came in, and then uh, Chardonnay Curran came in for Loera, uh, Spanstra in for Cooper, and Larson in for Dabinia. So those players that came out, they're players you you expect to see probably go the full 90 or, or almost. Uh, so when this happened, you're like, I see. I see what the plan is. You know, we're going to be rotating them every third of the game, right? Right. It, it makes total sense. And then second half starts, and and there were some halftime subs. Addison Merrick on for Delfava. Uh, Croy Soto for Rodriguez. Uh, Robinson on for Balasager. And uh, Hamilton on for Lavage. So, moving, dude. Rotating. Giving people a chance to play this international club. Uh, that's kind of what I feel like it is. Just giving people an opportunity to play someone different. See how you match up against them. and At the end of the day, go have a little fun because it's a friendly, you know, have some fun. Yeah. Uh, we saw Lauren play about 77 minutes. I think she had a, uh, her and Lavoje probably had the most time on the field. Uh, it was fun seeing her, man. She towers over everybody. She's a clear threat in the box. Um, it was nice to yeah, see her. Lauren, yeah, she was the she was on the longest at this uh, ball came on at the seventy seventh minute. Okay, uh, no one else was on that long. That's wild. Yeah, it, it was nice to see her play. Um, you know, her and uh, Stina were hyped up center backs coming in. You know, coming to the team during the World Cup. So it, it was just nice to see her play. Um, yeah, just just a lot of fun. Uh, like you mentioned, when those subs came off, I was thinking it might be a draw because our better players obviously started. And, and I say that with a lot of love, but you know the players who you would expect goals from came off, right? And you just kind of felt like you don't know if we're going to see a goal. It could be a draw. But no, in the 57th minute, Charnay Coran got her very first goal as a professional. So I'm happy for her. It was a great uh, assist from Hamilton as well. So she just had a, a nice, easy tap in, but way to be at the right place at the right time. It was wonderful, dude. Just calm, calm. She could have gotten excited and blasted it over the net uh, or maybe just mishit it. And, and it was just, it was perfect. It's like they they planned it or something. Um, a moment that stood out to me, let me play a little devil's advocate here, okay. is that uh, early on in the second half, man, there were just a couple times that I remember, uh, now this was a week ago. I'm trying to remember everything, right? And I just, same old story, the ball just kind of bounces around in the box and it's not getting cleared fast enough. And you're like, oh shit, it's, here it comes. You know, how many times have we seen that? It's going to get poked in the back of the net. Luckily, we we escape with the shutout after all. But uh, scary times, man. They got to they gotta really uh, uh, work on dealing with those a little faster. I agree. And going back to what you were saying, I don't know how long their flight was here, how long they trained. But, you know, just taking a look at their social media, they were training at the Kansas City Current facility, um, the oh. training facility. Yeah. So it seemed like they, they really, came a few days early. Yeah. And it seemed like they really enjoyed it. Right. I, I couldn't imagine, you know, coming to see what we have in Kansas City, um, our training facilities and everything like that. And just having that, you know, 
for them to come and and have that experience is just a women's only training facility. I'm sh- you know that's how you push the game forward, right? Like it needs to become commonplace. I'm sure they're going to go back and want to demand more. We want our own training facility. So I feel like the more that international teams can see that, the more that NWSL teams do that as well, you know, it can it can help push the game forward. But it was just a lot of fun seeing them in our house training and having a good time. Oh, agreed. And and you know, shouts to them for doing this right at the beginning of their season. Like they're they're in the middle of their season right now, man. Yeah. So it's like, you know, taking time to come out here. Uh, you know, maybe I don't know, maybe take pictures, sign autographs to some young future players. Uh, around the crowd, do you ever do you ever stay in like for autographs or pictures? Are you, are you into that at all? Uh, I don't stay. Um, I do like to see who who's you know does stuff for the fans, right? Mm-hmm. So it just adds a little extra, like you know what a nice person, right? You know, like Cooper stays a lot, Kaiser, Mimi Larson, and and there's others. Uh, yeah. They stay a lot and they they sign for pretty much everybody. So I don't know. It, it's easy to cheer for players like that who give back to the fans. Well, you said Kaiser just now, by the way. Uh, one thing of note, Kaiser was the only player on this lineup, besides the backup goalkeeper, Franch, that did not get into this game. Oh, okay. She didn't sub in, man. She just sat there and watched everyone else have a good time. Uh, I, I don't know why. I don't know why that is. I, I don't. At the same time, I don't know who you sub her in for. So, Right. Because everyone was already kind of rotated. So, save her for the weekend, I guess. <laughs> but you had fun. It was fun, right? Yeah. I, I can't wait for the next one, man. I hope they do that every year. Try not a lot of people of there. I was pretty upset about that. I, I, I feel like I wish more people came out. It's not like the tickets were expensive, right? Yeah. It kind of it goes along with the theme of the uh, Wednesday Challenge Cup semifinal. You know, I, this is a fun opportunity. A team traveled halfway across a continent, you know, to, to come and see us or come play us. You know, we, we can spend six bucks and uh, drive 20 minutes and, and, and just watch a, watch a fun game. So I just hope the new stadium uh, is a little more located, you know, with a higher population, makes it easier for people to get to. Not me, not you, but people in the, the you know, Kansas City metro area, hopefully increase yeah. the, the attendance on those midweek games. Yeah, your Topeka and Lawrence people uh, definitely adds a few miles to you. But at the end of the day, also oh, we still go. terrible. We still go. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be there, but it's also not a huge addition, right? Yeah. Um, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. We're just being old and grumpy, talking about all all this driving we got to do. <laughs> we we get off work, we have to plan our meals, like, you know, it's it's an ordeal. Hey, that's serious. For a midweek game, man, I tell you, a lot of times they play on Wednesdays, so I, I'm thankful to work from home. You work from home, too. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, cool, man. Well, let's, let's take a quick uh, quick breather here. Take a quick break, and then we'll uh, we'll join you back here in a minute. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. Welcome back to What Movie Did Dan See This Week? Buddy, I went and saw The Creator. Have you heard of this? I've heard of it, but I have not seen it. Okay. It's like the war against artificial intelligence, my friend. It was visually stunning. Very cool. Some plot points here and there that weren't, you know, great. But visually, I was I was in. I was in. So, I have a movie pass. I need to go make the the effort to, to go and see it. Robots, dude. Robots are it's the future. We're in trouble. <laughs> now we are. Hey, uh, second game. We had another game coming up. Luckily, Coach Webroom rotated, so everyone should be somewhat fresh. They just had a little little outing on Wednesday. No big deal. A little jog around. Uh, for a record-breaking attendance game, man, 15,671. They'll never have that many people again because the new stadium doesn't hold that much. So that being said, this was sweet. I mean, there was a lot of people out there to see a, a modern-day ass-whooping. <laughs> That's a, that is that is an understatement. Do you think the Longs regret not having a larger stadium now? Uh, maybe. maybe. I think there is. You know, I think when you're probably building a stadium or planning seats, um, you you want to have room to grow. 
like there's a middle ground, right? You don't want to have too many and then have a bunch of empty seats every game. And then you don't have enough and like not enough people can come. So now you got to build more. Um, I remember sporting was asked this question for a while because we had all these consecutive sellouts and then people didn't come as much. Right. And they were like, okay, we're not going to do an addition until we can sell out this many in a row. So I don't know, maybe there's a little sense of regret, but this is the first time it's dipped into the 15,000s like this. Um, I, I kind of assume maybe a lot of tickets were given away due to competitions, maybe corporate sponsors, um, just to get people in the seats, right? Just to see what they could do for one last hoorah. Yeah. It, you know, get as many as they can for the last time they can and get as many eyeballs and fans in the seats as possible. No doubt. Absolutely. But this was, dude, your partner, Vanessa, she says to me that uh, Lola Bonta, or no, maybe she said to you and you said yeah. to me that she, uh, yeah, she doesn't talk to me. <laughs> that Lo walks up and goes, are you guys ready for a funeral? Like they were going to murder Chicago and put them out of their misery for the season. And and boy, we had a nine-goal thriller uh, among the two worst teams in the league. This was phenomenal. I mean, it, it starts kind of the, the last week of chaos, doesn't it? Decision day is coming up. All the games are going to be at the same time. But this sets the stage. You know, we we were last place coming into the grave or into the game, right? We literally reached out of the grave. We are in the grave. We are. But we reached out and we pulled Chicago right back in with us. We eliminated them from the playoffs. Um, Little Undertaker moment. We just set up. <laughs> Look, we're not out of this, though. We could still get the, the NWSL wooden spoon here, right? Uh, very true. We are not out of the woods yet. I don't want to be last. I don't want that especially in a year where you don't get the number one draft pick because there's expansion teams coming in. Like, yeah. that doesn't matter to me. I'd rather... Right now, you're looking at draft pick number three or number four, right? Yeah. Big big whoop. But uh, this this was crazy, dude. I did not expect this many freaking goals. Especially after the midweek game when we saw one, right? Yeah. We, we had three goals per half right here like it it didn't matter which side of the stadium you were sitting on you saw three goals and and that's wild one that's a fun night how many times do we talk about like oh man they saw all the goals on that side we didn't see nothing and no we we saw three it was phenomenal well it's nice we got to play free like we are eliminated from the playoffs right we had no pressure no consequence if we lost other than just some criticism and then we just came out and we played free. It was a very open game, a very back and forth. I mean, they just let the players just go play. It was a lot of fun to watch. Oh, yeah, man. It it uh, started in the 14th minute with uh, Izzy Rodriguez. Outstanding. Outstanding shot. She she has a shot, doesn't she? she has, yeah. Just, uh, she had a cannon out there and, uh, you know, Dabinia lays it off for her, right, and just just puts it away, man. It was fantastic. It was probably one of the better giving goes I've ever seen in, in the box. It, yeah. it, it's a memory, to be honest. It was just... And you, you find yourself forgetting that Alyssa Nair is a World Cup goalkeeper. And, and all... Dude, I want... I don't know who's got the time for this, but how neat would it be to look through Chicago Red Stars' season... And see how many, because they've, they've given up a lot of goals, bro. Six yeah. in one game says a lot. How many of these were actually her fault? I mean, I find it hard to believe that she messed up on a bunch, right? We've had multiple goals this game where runners were in the box with time to shoot. That is not the fault of Alyssa Nair. That is just a very, very, very bad defense. And right now they have a goal difference, I believe, of negative 19. And for that to be the case, but to have a world class keeper is that that speaks to their defense. Look, to put that into perspective here, you think like, okay, if they're the worst, if they're the last place team and they have negative nineteen goal differential, then we must we're second to last, so we must have like what, like negative fifteen, something like that? No. We have negative six. Like that's the next worst goal differential Jeez. in the league at negative thirteen. Six. A thirteen goal difference between eleventh and twelfth place. 
Listen, that dude, this didn't stop there. And you mentioned like none of this is a listener's fault because our next goal, Lola Bonta, is like surrounded by four players, maybe just four defenders all around her. And I'm like, why is no one stepping in front of her? And she just p- picks her spot, slots it away, does a little south stand cartwheel, and the twerk. <laughs> it was to me that what stands out is Spanstra's back heel, right? Like it came to her, she back heeled it to low. Low look, she did like a, a pump fake, like she was going to shoot that player for Chicago came sliding through. And then she casually just put it home. It, oh my God. This, that, this is how she should just stand right now. Oh, she's a, she's a G, dude. She's a real G. She just freaking whoopsie daisy. There goes the defender. <laughs> that back heel was so filthy, though. Like, Listen. no hesitation. Just just kicked it right back, right to Lowe, who, who was running in the box. Is Spansford going to be somebody for this yes. club? Yes. Like, dude, I've been watching her all season streaking down that wing putting balls into the box making one-on-one runs making these crucial passes and i'm like she might lock down that position um it's very feels very clear right yeah uh Bloom said after the game that she's no longer a rookie like she is not a rookie like she's not playing like a rookie you know during the the draft show we had with with chris henderson we asked him, obviously this was before the trade for Michelle Cooper, so we didn't know, but what player, if who could be there that realistically that we would just be doing backflips over? And he said Spanstra. And Good point. boy, is it panning out. Is it yeah. panning out? I, dude, I'd forgotten about that. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Oh, man. Dude, and why don't we just stay with that player right now? Because come on down to the 44th minute. Now, they equalized by now, by the way. But we scored too many goals. There's no time to recap theirs. <laughs> so in the it was the ball in the box, by the way, wasn't it? Like a ball that we did clear, like you talked about earlier. It, if I remember corner kick, corner yeah. kick, bounce around the box. Uh, Kayla Sharples tapped it past French. So yeah, pretty messed up. That those are the goals we we give up, man. It's incredibly frustrating. But I said we don't got time to talk about. Forty <laughs> fourth uh, minute now, almost halftime. You're like, all right, man, we're, it's, it's, you know, who won? Feeling pretty good. Uh, this game means nothing. We're all having a good time. Record-breaking attendance. Spanstra creates her own opportunity now. She's like, that back heel, my confidence is through the roof. All right? She dribbles down left side of the pitch, beats two defenders, cuts inside, and just shoots it. Doesn't have to play it off to anybody. Just shoots it. First career goal, uh... In the regular season, correct? She did score in the Challenge Cup? She did score in the Challenge Cup. Okay. So, essentially, first career in WSO goal. Very neat. Very happy for her as you're now coming into uh, uh, you're coming into halftime. Up 2-1. Just kidding. Own goal, Stina Balasager, right before the death. Oh, 3-1. So, 3-1. Well, 3-2 now. Sorry. I'm all over the place. Too many goals. There's too many goals. It's too many. <laughs> What was what was wild about that is when the goal happened, we didn't know what happened. I think we were too busy like telling each other because it was a like the ball was in our half. There's no ball pressure, nothing. And then I just see French lying on the ground, and people look confused, and we couldn't see because it happened on the other side of the field. And we were like, "What just happened? Is that a goal?" We, we had no idea. We were just we didn't know what was going on, and. You know, looking at the replay, I hate how uh, Balasager gets credit for this because she just did a simple back pass that a five-year-old would do to a keeper. Yeah. And then French put her foot up like she's going to stop it, not flat-footed, right? Just put her foot up, went right under. That seems like a, a judgment call as far as statistics go, officiating, yeah. whatever. It feels like the own goal should definitely be attributed to French. Yes. Um because she just didn't stop a simple rollback light pass. But uh, whatever. If this game mattered, I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed. And French was for a minute. Some of the gals came over, pat her on the back, you know, chin up, let's go to halftime, come out and whoop their ass. Um, <laughs> but dude, I, I couldn't believe that. Because that's that stuff. 
we're showing those little those little glimmers of why we're not where we're supposed to be in the standings. Stuff like that. Yeah. And throughout the rest of the game, every time there was a back pass where <laughs> we were like, we were like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Like there is times when uh, you know, a defender, I'm sorry, an attacker would run up and she would try to juke. She's a person with the ball, nobody behind her. She would try to juke an attacker and it worked, but like it gave you a, a heart attack while it was happening. I saw I saw a play, you know, where, where Izzy had the ball, looked French's direction, and I mean I play defender for Rex, so you know, I can't compare the two, but I've played with some really bad keepers. I'm not saying French is a bad keeper, but when you lose confidence at times, you don't want to make that pass. And she yeah. looked at French and then just turned around and, and, and just went the other way. <laughs> now I'm not saying, you know, she has faith in French and French right, is right. a great keeper. But it's just one of those things where, you know, it just you can't allow that to happen. Like you said, that's why we are where we are, is those types of things. There's no way she thought that. Like there's no way she thought like, oh, there's A D France, she trash. You know, it's not she no. didn't think that. But it's just it hap- happenstance like that. It felt like when you, it when you see her look in France's direction and then turn around and not do the easy pass. Um, yeah. It, it just if anything, up. when that stuff happens, if anything, you should include that player more. Yes. Um, I'm not saying her confidence was dropped because she let this little pass go by her. But when that stuff happens, you start playing the ball to them more and build that confidence back up, whether it's hurt or not. You're like, hey, you're still in the game. You're still my dog. We're rolling. Yeah, exactly. Say, dude, you see it everywhere in sports too, right? I mean, freaking a receiver drops a pass from Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is going to that guy again. You think Mahomes is just going to blacklist him because he dropped one single pass? Shit happens. Yeah. It's just in soccer, the stakes are so freaking high when a goalkeeper makes a, a mistake. Being a goalkeeper is just... Bro, it's like being a, it's like being a kicker in the NFL. It, it's a, your, your little mistake can cost you an entire game your your people are all saying like that's what you get paid to do, you know, be be perfect. You have to be perfect. Look at that. With direct translation, man. That's wild. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Crazy. Well then you uh you know what? There's too many doggone goals here to to break down. So we're at halftime right now. Uh we're gonna take a uh quick break here in a second, but first, a little a little a little something something from DraftKings. All right. So the NFL season is going strong. And DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. I mean, come on. We got upcoming games, man. You got you got Broncos and the Chiefs tonight. Shit's about to get crazy. Uh, Broncos are bad. So I assume you want to put your money on the Chiefs. And definitely uh, go with the over on the on the spread there. <laughs> uh, hey, get in the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code KCSN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code KCSN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We back that day. So many more goals to talk about, man. I'm not. I'm parched. Like I'm just with, woo, three. You know, three two in this freaking game right now at the half, man. And I'm not feeling confident at halftime. Were you? No. It's not like it felt weird, right? It felt weird. It just. You know, we're playing the 11th place team. You know, it's you just know anything could happen. But you're, I was just happy to have that many goals, right? Like on yeah. our side. I was just still pumped, still happy. The fan appreciation sale was going on. 50% took advantage of that. Um, I, I, was, I got two t-shirts. Ooh. And I tried to get a jersey, but I ran out of luck on that one. But uh, Vanessa got, Vanessa got, Three t-shirts and a scarf, I believe. So, and there is still an online sale going on right now that I believe has forty percent off. And there are different items, so um, some okay. variety there. Look at that. Yeah. Well, it's a uh, dude. Hell of a night. I mean, it's uh th- those goals too in the first half. Dare I say, not scored by the normal goal scorers. No Dabinia, no Kristen Hamilton. You're get. I mean, Labonte every now and then, right? But. Uh, her, Spanstra, Izzy Rodriguez. I mean, I just love seeing them spread the wealth like that. Yeah. It, you know, when you take a look at the goals and assists here, a lot of young players, uh, Izzy, uh, Labonta, her, her goal was assisted by Spanstra. Spanstra scored, um, you know, and then Loetta had two assists as well, and then Cooper had an assist. Yeah. So you want to talk about a nice core to have, by the way. That's young players that saw them with us. They're hungry and they have great veteran leadership on the team as well. Absolutely, man. Um, in the 52nd minute now, we're seven minutes into the second half. Alex Oueda plays probably the most beautiful pass I've ever seen in my life. Just just plays it over, over the top and Dabinia's slanting. I love a good slanting run, by the way. And Dabinia's the freaking queen at this thing, right? She gets onto it gets brings it to goal and sends it less narrow the wrong way, man. Puts it away. Uh, I think Dabinia shared this and was like, I I had to score this because it was such a beautiful ball. Like it'd be a you know it'd be a crime to not put that away. Yeah, it, what a phenomenal ball. And it was so great that they thought it was offsides. Yeah. They thought it was offsides. Like it was kind of like she started to celebrate and then the flag came up. So she stopped and didn't get like a true celebration. But after some got review, VAR, right? They got yeah. VAR. And after review, uh, the whoever worked scoreboard changed the score before the goal was officially announced. <laughs> so fans were cheering and you and I were like, uh, like, don't celebrate too early. This is not a goal. But it, eventually, you know, they saw this it. was different. Uh, a lot of people are still not clear on what VAR is and and what it does. Um, every goal is going to get reviewed. Stay patient. It gets reviewed. You know what I mean? Yeah. When there's a goal, I don't know about you, I'm consistently checking the side referee to see if he puts his flag up for offsides. Right. I stand up to get ready to celebrate, but the moment I see that flag up, I sit back down. And I let everyone else do their false applause because it's I, I wait. I save my applause for the real stuff. Okay, 
Now, VAR cannot, um, it, it cannot just step in in the middle of nowhere and, you know, review out of bounds possession plays. It can't be, you know, it can't be like referee calls a goal kick and then VAR is like, actually, it's a corner kick. You can't do that. Um, you can call, you can overturn a yellow card into a red card. You know, you can review it for denial of an obvious goal scoring opportunity. And you review every damn goal. So we need education. We need a VAR education. And the stadium does a pretty decent job of letting us know on the screen what is happening. Right? Checking for review. Checking for possible offsides. But uh, then the scoreboard starts putting one on, then takes it away, then puts it back on, and then takes it away. It (laughs) was the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, but ultimately, it was a beautiful Dabinia goal. Um, and I'm glad she yeah. on the stat sheet with her goal. She deserved it. Um, now an assist and a goal from her? Now, exactly. She needed to get in there. Uh, I think she has like 10 goals for the season now. I'll, I'll double check that. But uh, Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, sounds close to right. Um, dude, Red Star score again, though, in the 63rd minute. It's 4-2. Now it's about to be... Uh, uh, Four three, all right. They just they're trying. They're keeping pace with us. Defender Hayden Malazzo dribbles up, uh, cuts the ball across field. Set multiple attackers coming in. It's like oh my god, something's gonna happen here. I think uh, Izzy Rodriguez clears this off the line. Not good enough because then Bianca San George comes in and taps it in the goal. One of those things, man. We deal with stuff initially but not good enough I, i'm not going to beat this over the head of the hammer because this game doesn't matter this season doesn't matter anymore We're, it's done deal right but damn that these defensive troubles have got to be fixed i agree in, in, in quick correction uh Davina has nine goals not 10 but yeah you, you're absolutely right tight. there's still another game for her to get her 10 absolutely and she very well could um yeah this is just like you said another goal that is a reason why we are not in the playoffs. A ball that just was not cleared all the way, went right to a defender, and, you know, two of the three goals, I don't believe were, you know, French had a whole lot of opportunity there to make a save. It was dang near point blank. Um, and if I remember correctly, that ball hit, like, right off of Izzy's, like, shoulder or arm. It was kind of weird. Um, you know, Something like ba- that. Yeah, a bad bounce for us, um, you know, Great finish by by Bianca, but regardless, you cannot have a wide open look in the box. You know, yeah, man. For the you opponent. can't let that ball get in there. You know, on that cross that should have been dealt with immediately. You know, you don't want to ever let a shot get off. But whatever, we still have the lead in a game that doesn't matter. I keep saying this because I'm trying to temper my own expectations. I'm trying not to be mad. You know, to feel down and defeated here. Right. Uh, but you think we're gonna get? You think we're gonna get away with the the three points? It's very close. It's coming down to the wire. They could put one in at the end and tie it and just be, okay. You guys enjoyed a an eight goal game, right? Martin right. stuff. Well, stoppage time starts, and two minutes into it, Michelle Cooper sets up CC Kaiser. Man, Michelle Cooper comes to, just starts just rushing through the center of the of the field, right? Drawing in defenders. Kaiser's wide freaking open over there. Just streaking down there, right? Her, I'm telling you, with her long legs and and the length of Lauren, we got some goddamn giraffes on this team. I ain't even, play, <laughs> even playing. These these women are athletes, bro. It's just it's an insane spectacle, and I enjoy it all the same. But uh, Kaiser takes a touch, just a single touch, and and puts it at the far post. I went to the bathroom, my friend. I was in the bathroom for this goal. Uh, you know, I was like, okay, I gotta, gotta pee before we hit the road. Didn't think I would miss the goal in stoppage time, but there you have it. Yeah. And when did she come on? I don't know when she came on. Seven. Okay. So yeah, what's you know, 25 some odd minutes later, she gets a goal. What a well, great job. Fellas. Yeah. She subs on and puts goals. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand it. I don't know why she just doesn't start the whole time because what's the, you know, what's the numbers behind subbing her in and her scoring? It's got to be good. Uh, she's a bit of a, a, a super sub, right? Like, got to be. The teams are tired. She comes in there with her speed, her long legs, her ability to finish. And I'm just happy she got on. 
and I'm happy Michelle Cooper got a, an assist, right? She yeah. just watched her 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 friend, her fellow draftee come in, have a back heel, and then have a beautiful cutting goal. You know, she wanted to to be a part of that scoring too, but she had a yeah. beautiful assist, a beautiful layoff. And you know, this game, what stood out to me is, and it kind of it deals with uh, Kaiser as well. You know, who do you want to start, Kaiser or Spanstra, on the on that wing? Like it's a it's a little bit of an embarrassment of riches, right? Like yeah, you know, Spanstra to me this game, or towards the tail end of the season, this game to me her vision sticks out like crazy. That's something that's hard to coach, but she absolutely has it. Her vision, sure. she'll she'll do a pinpoint pass to a, a runner down the side. She'll do a back heel. She knows where to go. She'll put uh, pressure on ball. She'll do a sweet move, get out of the pressure, make the make the right pass. That type of stuff is very difficult to teach. Her vision, but and she has that. Now I'm not a professional footballer, but if I was to or a coach in any way, but if I were to judge a player uh, in three categories and kind of rank them up against each other, I think vision is one. I think finishing is one, especially if you're up in the attacking phase of of, of play, and uh, uh, engine. I think physical fitness and endurance is a very heavy one. Because it's soccer, and you got to be able to go. Um, I think I think maybe Spanster has her in the engine and the vision, but Kaiser definitely has that finishing part, yeah. uh, just up to par, man. And we're lucky to have them both. Um, Spanster, what what's contract situation looking like for Spanstra? A couple years, she, right? Yeah, I think a couple years. Um, okay, you can also put. Kaiser up top, right? You could take out Hamilton and, and put Kaiser up there. She sure she could kind of play everywhere as well. So whoever is going to coach next season is going to have a lot of. Um, it's going to be a challenge because there's some quality there that well, who you take off. But uh, you're act- yeah, okay. Coach Fairbloom is listening to you right now. Like, what do you mean? Who's going to coach next season? <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, Did either not, she's going to have the this? interim tag removed, or yeah. you know. They might go or, to a different direction. Yeah, might have Lee win. What? <laughs> no idea. I'm interested to see how that shapes up. Uh, that could be fun. But you mentioned Michelle Cooper. Just It's like everyone telling jokes at a table, and everyone's having their little funny lines, funny moments, and Michelle's like, I I want to I wanna say one. I want to do one. Like, I want to score. Yeah, I, you know, I'd like to assist the goal here. So, good for her, man. Uh, stoppage time wasn't over because uh, Mimi Larson's there. And and she's been on the field for ten minutes, and was like, I I want to play, thank you. You know, I I didn't I just got into this game, and she puts a a, a goal away, man. I did I did see that one, by the way. She beat okay. three defenders, by the way. Just just cut them up, and Loera with her second assist. Alex Loera's pretty good, wouldn't you say? I think it's nice to have her back from injury. Yep, and we extended her uh, this year, uh, so. Again, another great building block for this team. Yeah. Um, but what I liked about that, the the Larson goal was to finish, man, because she was kind of off to the side a little bit. Nayer, who is a world-class keeper, cuts off most of all that space. She has to have pinpoint accuracy to put the ball in the back of the net. And she put it outside of Nayer, and it kind of had, you know when you, you kick a ball and it has a little bit of a curve, and the moment it hits the ground, like it kind of angles in a different way? That's exactly what she did. She put it around Nayer, had that bounce, had that curve, went right in. I'm happy for her. She's worked really hard with the, you know, for the time she's been on the field, and uh, what a great finish. I agree, man. It's uh, I, you know, we we're officially eliminated from the playoffs, right? Like, yeah, 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 we're eliminated. Yeah, oh, with with beating the Red Stars, that also eliminated them. Um, just oh, what a team win. What a team win. Uh, Labonte at the end said, that's a team dub right there. She's so funny, dude. She's got so much personality. I just love her. Absolutely. And we talked about this last year and some of this year, but when the team has fun, we have fun. When you see, even if they don't score, the shot goes wide, you see them run over, you know, give each other handshakes, just, you know, they just, they're having fun. Lowe's out there having a blast. Players are having a blast. And when that happens, we're having a blast. So to see the team as a whole just have a phenomenal time. The last home game here at Children's Mercy for this season. Um, I, I mean, it, it's hard to describe how much fun that game was to to attend. 
So much fun, man. Uh, I, I recognize this at the time, and I think it was even pointed out by by our good friend Daniel Sperry online, um, saying that it, we were using we're we're doing different formation, different than what we've done all freaking year, and it showed. You know, and I'm not sure why we chose the last home game to to tinker a little bit with that, but there we are. Whatever we were doing, it it worked out in the end. So he called it very Vlopko esque. So I don't know if that's you take that for what you will. No, but, I'm not uh, taking that for anything. That's yeah, I'll take it. That's him. No, that's him trying to drum up clicks. I get what yeah. he's doing. It worked. It worked on me. Yeah, I not, mean, not what? like, like Vlock goes behind the curtain, just pulling strings and shit. Come on, he's not. He's not a part of this. No, but I mean, there's that connection. If you want to talk conspiracy, and you, you know, may, that might have had an impact in that formation potentially, but maybe not. Who knows? What are we doing? It's like we're speculating who's going to AEW and WWE and shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. He could. Hey, he's out of contract. He could make it over there. <laughs> no, it could have. Been. Lee Wing could have. You know, had that input as well. Who knows? But who knows? Either way, it worked out. It's cool, but uh, you know, all eyes are on the are on the league now. Um, you're looking at it, it's it's very clear that Portland and San Diego are going to get the top two seeds. They're, They're officially lock up the in the playoffs, for sure. I don't know about the home game. Oh, no, they'll lock up the buys. I mean, with one game left, they yeah. no way yeah, yeah, yeah. can pass them. You're right. So, You're right. Um, it's just a matter of who's going to get first on that one. Could be either one of them. Um, and then you you look down the way, man, and, and Orlando's still right there. Angel City's still right there. Uh, Racing Louisville could even jump in there. Houston Dash is a little bit of a long shot. Um it's 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 exciting. I, I think it's cool. And I think, uh, you know, racing was such a good team throughout the year that I'm like, man, I would love to see them, you know, jump into the playoffs. It, it I don't really want to see Angel City there. They kind of annoy me. Um, I don't know why they've been doing great things for the sport. It's just that I'm, they're acting like, I don't know, they're acting like they invented soccer, for God's sakes. It's that big market, you know, they get all the credit. We'll talk about their valuation here in a couple minutes, but. Yeah, yeah. It's just everybody loves those major market teams, and you just see them plastered everywhere. And as a you know from Kansas, as a Midwesterner, we get tired of those types of teams, right? So yeah, hundred percent, dude. Um, we're gonna catch Gotham off of two losses here, though. We got Gotham coming up this Sunday. Yeah. Um, they haven't won in two games. We just scored six goals. We're going to their place. Uh, I believe it's a four o'clock kick. That, yep, that's all the games. All the games okay. are for. Oh, yeah. Decision day, obviously. Yep. Um, so, I mean, it's cool, man. It it's, could be fun. Uh, Gotham is, you know, not technically locked into the playoffs, really. Um, they could still drop the hell out, depending on what happens here. Yeah. But uh, I would expect this to be a very difficult game. They're going to come to play, and it could be very fun to watch. I mean, Ali Krieger. Ali Krieger's last game, right? Last game, U.S. Women's National Team legend. Um, she was defender for two World Cups, two World Cup wins. So it's her last year. Um, I, I imagine she's going to try to put her best performance out there and get a playoff game. But like you said, man, they have 30 points. Um, O.L. Reign has 29 in their, their last place uh, for the playoff spot. It's, you know, it's six. So... The Pride, Angel City, Louisville, they're all kind of in that mix. And we have a chance to knock them out too, man. They control their own destiny. Gotham does. But if they lose or get a draw, there's no guarantee for them. Um, But like I mentioned last week, man, I want to pull them right back into that grave with us. I want to bring as many teams down with us as possible. And we'll have our chance. Yeah, man. It's... uh... Play spoiler, right? Where it's 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 always fun to be on that end of things if if you have no choice, right? Yeah. Uh, they're missing some players. Time to you know, time to jump. Make it a little make it a little interesting. You know, oh, Casey Current just took out Gotham. What's that do to the playoff picture? It would be wild to see number four Gotham not make the playoffs because Louisville, Angel City, Orlando. O.L. Rain and Washington Spirit all just shifted up above them. I don't know if that works. I don't know who they're playing, if that could be possible, but it sounds fun. 
Well, the fact that we have a chance to eliminate Lynn Williams from the playoffs after after trading her, um, you know, you know she's going to be pretty bitter. Uh, but more importantly, they want to win, right? They, I don't think they care too much about who they're playing. They're gonna they're gonna need some points. Uh, Midge Purse is is back. Esther Gonzalez came over. Um, uh, she was on the Spanish national team, but they're missing uh, Christy Mewis, Ali Long, their their you know starter keeper Abby Smith. And Kelly O'Hara was questionable um, for last week. So I don't know. Even if she is available, she's probably not going to be in the starting 11. So they're missing a lot of players. So I feel like, you know, the current seed blood in the water for Gotham. And it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I'm excited. A little Sunday footy. Good times. Absolutely. Uh, dude, NWSL struck a four-year media deal with ESPN. Amazon, BBS, and Scripps. So this is kind of cool. Um, read re- re- read what you got on there underneath there. Oh, okay, yeah, the NWSL has reached agreements on its next round of media deals, giving up league rights between ESPN, CBS, Amazon, and Scripps, according to multiple re- multiple reports. Familiar with the details, the details run for four years, um, which would allow the league to hit the market again after the 2027 World Cup. Um, the contracts are likely to be signed in the coming weeks. So technically not official. Pen has not been put to paper. Right. But, you know, the NWSL has been wanting to get more money for their their media rights. Um, and they've NWSL's blown up. Women's sports have blown up. And it's time that they cashed in on it. I just hope that whatever um, is agreed upon is still easy for the fans to to watch. Oh yeah, man. It's uh, you know, you think about those right there. CBS, obviously, you got games on Paramount Plus and all that right, right now. Uh, Amazon, you could absolutely throw a few over on on Prime. They, you know, they stream NFL and stuff like that sometimes. Um, and then of course, ESPN Plus has their very popular platform. So there's options. The, the thing that does kind of frustrate me is at least with Paramount right now, we have them all under one umbrella, with the exception right. of uh, CBS Sports Network. But I like that. Yeah, it's so easy. One app, you can just switch back and forth. Yeah. Having, you know, four different, you know, places to potentially view a game is kind of convoluted. But it is. I, I just it hope reminds- that. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Uh, I just hope that the the finances work well enough to make that inconvenient for the fans. So I just hope they get paid. Yeah, I mean, it reminds me of what uh, you know MLS did for so long. They they had ESPN and. and you know, national TV games on there and uh, Fox FS1 yeah. and sometimes Big Fox and then out of market games you could get on ESPN Plus. Like that's where you went for MLS games. Right. Um, but now, man, they got everything under Apple TV Plus for like a decade and it's been gorgeous. I really like the format and everything. Yeah. Oh, no complaints. Well, cool. We'll keep an eye on that. That could be fun. Uh, you've included here in our little cheat sheet the... Uh, 2023 NWSL franchise valuations with Angel City topping out at 180 million value with 31 million revenue and you know less than half that value Casey Current sits in third place at 75 million dollars. That's pretty wild that we're the third highest valued team in the league. Yeah, and this comes from Sportico, that's who put together these valuations. But yeah, I think a lot of it too probably has it takes into account the training facility as well. Um, and it, it'll jump, you know, with the stadium. But yeah, it, the fact that we are third amongst so many highly populated cities or teams is really cool. Yeah, LA and San Diego are always going to be difficult to beat. Yeah, you're right under a couple California teams. Yeah, that's a big deal. It's a massive population. So massive fan base too. Yeah. So I, I mean, for the longs to bring this team over from Utah for just a couple million dollars, and then turn them into the third most valued team, is absolutely insane. Such a what great business for them, but they've also used that business to invest into women's sports. So I cannot be happier, and, and we're going to see that number uh, continue to go up. Yeah, man, uh, it, it's really cool to be above someone like uh, Portland or Washington. Even O.L. Rain is down there in eighth. Um, very cool. Yeah. You know, there were some uh, 
big attendance records this weekend, uh, O.L. Rain had a massive showing. Over 34,000 people. They set a, low, they set a league record. Uh, and I saw a neat thing that for Megan Rapinoe's first game, there were like 2,100 fans. And for her final game, 34,000. And I just think like, that's growth. That's growth. Megan Rapino saw this league at its start, at its infancy. And she's been part of the growth. She's helped grow this league by her being on the national stage, um, getting into political issues, whatever, different hair colors, you know, having fun with the game and the fans. 34,000 people. I mean, that is a, that's half of a football stadium, man. And they, well, hell, they play in a football stadium, right? <laughs> yeah. I just think that's so cool. It's just a, a benchmark to see where we started and where we are now. And, and, you know, you know, we haven't topped out yet. There's still a lot of room to grow. But yeah. it's to to the credit of her, a lot of the other national team players that have stuck around when this league tre- treated them like trash, right? Whether it's low pay, crappy fields, crappy travel situation, what you know, what have you. They've stuck around. They helped grow the league. And, you know, we're going to be kind of in a debt of gratitude for them. Um, so I'm glad she got an incredible send-off. I'm happy for her. Agreed, man. Uh, we all know we set a club record in attendance. Uh, North Carolina did as well. Um, just north of 10,000 fans. Um, they set a team record for them as well. So women's soccer, growing. We should have invested, man. We should have put our, our, our pennies together and try to get a team way back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, I wouldn't even know where to start. Nah, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be good. I don't know. I, I I greatly appreciate everyone that's doing these things, you know, to keep these teams running. Um, it's not easy. You've seen people come and go. You've seen allegations here, misconduct there, and people that are still in this league are uh, are the good ones, you know, keeping things, keeping things going. And, and credit to all the players who been there and put up with so much stuff they should never ever ever have to put up with um it's because of them that you know we still have a league uh we're able to show up and, and get fifteen thousand plus people in a stadium to watch them play so you know credit to not just rapino but all the other players who've laid that that ground for for the league and where we are today yeah 100 percent. so cool man uh that's it for me what else you got? Anything? Oh, I, I feel like there more. I feel like more has happened, but I can't remember it. Um, but whatever it is, we'll, we'll. Why did we both just do that? I made a horse noise, and then you made a horse noise. I don't know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, anyway. I don't know. I don't got nothing, man. Um, okay. Well, maybe we'll play spoiler on Sunday. It could be fun. I hope so. It's gonna be a fun four o'clock. Oh, there's a couple of uh, watch parties. Sponsored by the Kansas City Current. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know like where they are. One's a bar K, right? Yeah, one's a bar K. One of them, I believe, is a hockey bar. I can't... Yeah, the blue line, I think it's... Yeah, around. there you go. So, go out there, Maybe. giveaways, all that good stuff. Cool. Cool, cool. Well, all right. Well, guys, thanks so much for uh, for being here. We, uh, we'll be back next week to recap uh, the Gotham game and maybe uh, talk playoff seeding and and see where things are going to go from there maybe make some fun speculations and predictions and all that so in the meantime uh check us out on twitter at no other pod and dan Kuzer at chris wright 21 email us no other pod at gmail.com uh you can follow us on youtube kcsn over there on youtube we're doing things and uh five star ratings and reviews oh it was gonna be the one time i didn't say it we gotta have the five stars Thank you so much. Uh, We love you guys so much. Peace out. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network.
is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.